0: We are on on the Dalid, down at the beginning of the paragraph, Mark, chapter, Gimel. Now, these two levels, which are called Midbar Sinai, the wilderness of Sinai, and Olamoye, this is from the opening line of the Parsha, tent of meeting, are effectuated through Moshe and Aaron. Remember, the Torah begins by laying out the uh, locale and the instructions to Moshe and Aaron to count the Jewish people. Now, Moshe is called the escort of the king, just like when we bring the chas into the chuppah, he has come with two um, escorts. We bring him to the place of the kala. So to Moshe Rabbeinu brings the singularity of the infinite light of Hashem down here to us. He escorts Hashem down to us so that it should radiate within the person in a characteristic that is describable as the oil moid. and the expression of Moshe in every generation. He being one of the seven iconic shepherds, is that quality of Moshe, that Moshe is the capacity for connection known as das. That is, that we should know Hashem, that He is the source of all life, and there's nothing other than Him. As we say in DeVri Yami, know the God of your fathers and serve Him. This level of das is not just a simple factual awareness, but it means that we sense it. It is sensed even deeply within our heart, that we recognize as if we see it with our own flesh in a tangible fashion. Like we say, you see it now, for I, I am he, and there is no other God with me. Now, this Pesach is descriptive of the time of Mashiach. Then we will say, uh, I am Hashem, and so forth. Nevertheless, this capacity exists within every Jew, because they all are nourished from the characteristic of Meshach Rabbeinu, to effectuate our ability to attach our thoughts of Hashem in so intense a manner that it becomes absolutely as a physical connection, like we see it literally with our eyes. But it does require a lot of hard work. Aaron is the escort of the queen. That is, the queen is the quality of the Jewish people, the source of all of the neshamas, that he should be elevated up and be attached with Hashem. The source of all life. And this is effectuated through Aaron. He also is one of the seven iconic figures that he brings the Jewish people. He escorts them and impacts them that they should have this level of Midbar, the wilderness, where there is this almost desperate sense of thirst for Hashem that leads to this fire. And this is what Aaron does when he raises up the candles, the Baaloischah. That means the candles, which are the candle of Hashem, the soul of man, through Aaron that He lights them and He fires them up. He raises up, and there's even more that it's impossible to come to such a level, which is the level of Midbar Sinai which is the soul leaving its very protective garment, the garment of Klipas Noiga, and the celebration that it should be only for Hashem until He detaches Himself from His previous circumstance. That is, He must discharge. The ra that comes from the three Klipais that hold him back, therefore he must soreme ra, avoid the evil completely, and that is our personal Yetzirah Mitzrayim, and this is what it means, again, back to the opening pusig of the Parsha, on the first day of the second month and the second year of the living of Mitzrayim, because the idea of chodesh and the fact that it's year, chodesh and shana both mentioned in the Parsha, are all one. But it has to be shameless. It has to be a whole second repetition of the exodus from Egypt. That is, after we have completely discharged the evil, the Ra Gomor, then we can come to the level of Midbar Sin and moye through the level of Moshe and Aaron, as we mentioned. And as it's described in the Medrash, that the Yidin only left Mitzrayim because of the schluss of the oil moye. That is, the help of Hashem, without which we would never have the capacity to fend off the Yetzirah, and this is what it's described when it says that it's the first of the second month and the second year, both of them emphasizing that it is the second month, the month of Ea, the month of radiance, that is an allusion to the uh, shining of the moon. That is, that this first level of Yitzhi in the first month, that's the month of Nisan, we have to avoid evil. That is the level of Iskafia, of repressing the Sitarachra. And this is the foundation of all. And then we come into the month of the shining sun, the month that radiates out to us to transform the darkness into light, that this is the Midbar Sinai, and this is that second month. Now, this is also the level that is called Chatzar, this outside level. Uh, There's an outside Chatzar and inside Chatzar. And this is also the idea that it describes in the, Zayar, in the third chapter of uh, pashas Baal Oischa, that it describes that if not for this, that we would take this basic foundation, we can understand what it says, take from the Matruma, and again here the author brings some other reference material, Oysdalit. Now, concurrent with all of this, it says, lift up their heads. That's the assignment given to Moshe. That is, that our sages say, Av, Uh, father, is a reference only to the very three specifics, and that is to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and the characteristic of Avram is, of course, limitless giving and love. The characteristic of of Yitzchak is, as it's described, Pachad Yitzchak Yira, and the characteristic of Yaakov is Rahmanis, that is the compound of both of them. Now this characteristic of Rahmanis is only the product of Das, we might call it here discretion. Like we see, literally, that a person who is just stubborn, and as we would just describe it as childish, uh, has no capacity for discretion. And this is what it says, like a father has rachmanus on a son, not like the rachmanus of the mother, because a mother has daitin collar. Her das is easily moved, which is not the case with the man, where his das is more expansive, and therefore he has a greater capacity for rachmanus. And just as it is, And he is Marachin, that he can be compassionate. So, Stu, we are compassionate. God is compassionate upon us. Like it says, if a person has no das, it's prohibited to be compassionate to him because he doesn't understand that it's compassion. He thinks he's just getting away with it. The Rachmanus is only for somebody who appreciates that they are being um, empathized with, not somebody who just takes it as a signal to continue their bad behavior. And this characteristic of of Yaakov, that is, even on the highest of levels, because of the Das Hashem, who is the source of all life, there's nothing other than him. And this Rachmanus is equal under all circumstances, from top to bottom. That since all of them are the quality of Midbar and Wasteland, and all of them have no stature before Hashem, He is the life-giving force of all of them, up and down are all the same. But as it is manifest and expressed, and this draws out this quality of Yaakov, the twelve Shvatim, and the word shavit which we commonly translate as tribe, but more literally can be translated as a branch or as an expression like the branches of a tree are an expression of the trunk of the tree, that his characteristic of Rachmanus of Yaakov it, it expresses a whole different level of rahmanus The rahmanus on the 12 Shvatim. Now he explains. The level of the Shvatim is this, that it says that he stands by the 12 cattle, and the sea is above them from above. That is, the 12 cattle are the chariot that carry the sea, and there they are placed the Shvatim. Now we explain. It, uh, it says until him, that in the name of Hashem is made great. That is that the digalim, the, the flags, which is the merkava, that which carries and uplifts the name of Hashem, which is the quality called the sea, the source of all that is revealed, the level of the revealed world, to give life to the uh, to the worlds that reveal. So we explain. What does it mean, the worlds that are revealed? That that is, that they receive their life force from that which is evidently godly. This is called the, quote, lower waters. And they are called the waters which cry out. Like it says in the Zohar, that the waters which cry out, we need to bring them before the King. That is, that the das and hasaga that we have in the Mayim LeYonen, this level of the bechina of Almin system in the delay and in the hidden worlds that are not evident, they are called the lower waters, and Hashem separated between the lower waters and the higher waters, the hidden worlds that receive their capacity, their life force from the koiches that are drawn down from that which is hidden, and that's why they cry out that they have been brought down so low. And their whole passion is to come back before the king. And so too it is with the characteristic of rahmanis of the 12 Shvatim within a person to stimulate this rahmanis for the divine spark that has come from the most honored place, from that which is the highest to that which is the lowest, from the top to the bottom. Now, the Ishtalshalis a uh, level after level, comes from the 12 Shvatim, a reference back to the 70 original souls who were the descendants of Yaakov, who came down. Again, Yaakov being the quality of Rachmanus that came down into Mitzrayim, and so too within each person, that he should have Rahmanas on his own neshama. Not just for the fact that it has been dispatched from the loftiest places in Shemayim down to this world, but also for the fact that it is invested in limited, crass human uh, garment. Now, this level of drawing uh, uh, of drawing out the rahmanis on one's neshama, and that it longs to be reunited with Hashem, is drawn down from above, like it says, "I will place rahmanis upon them, and they will be uh, for, they will be uh, uh, sympathized with, almost pitied." So too we find in the bracha, in the davening, we say, Abba's oylem, with an eternal love, avinu Afar av our father, the merciful father, have mercy upon us, and grant within us bina and so on. And this is not for the Nisham itself, because the bitl of any hasaga or, or or grasp is the level of the das of Hashem. This all comes from Esher Abenu. Now, these three levels are three different types of Rachmanis that I mentioned before. They go in a progression from above to below in order to elevate the soul of the person, which is down at the lowest level, to be elevated from below to above. So the Rachmanis comes from top down, and this elevates us from below. That is, initially it is, as the Pasuk says, to the family, that is, to the 70 souls. And then it's to the household, that is, the quality of Yaakov. And then it's finally Tiakov himself. And we could say that this is also what is mentioned in the three different forms of Rachmanis in the Daven. The first time we see it is in the Psukkah de where we say, Bahu Rachum, and he should be compassionate. Then it says, again, these are quotes from Tehillim, Zachor Rachamecha, remember his compassion. And in Baruch Sha'amar, we say, Baruch Miracheim, he is the one who has compassion upon us. And then we go into Ashrei, where it says, Chanun verachum, gracious and compassionate is Hashem. And then in Yetzer before the Shema, we say, "Barachamecha, in your compassion, have compassion upon us. And in Avassailah, we describe God as the compassionate Father, that these are these three levels that come from below to above, as we make the progression up the ladder of the davening before the Shema, where we can finally declare that God is one and that we love Him. This is also the idea of Sviris Omer. To draw down the seven weeks, this level of Rachmanus, from the 70 souls down to Shmuas, the time of the giving of the Torah, when with each word our souls left our bodies, a revelation of overwhelming love. That is higher even than the characteristic of awareness of Das. And this is the quote, the, the description in the Parsha of Kairach, where it says that Hashem gives them the servants a gift, the gift of service, the level of fire that is a gift of passion that Hashem gives us. And this is what it says of Gogolisam, the idea of Gulgailis, which is that the skull which surrounds the head and the intellect, which cannot be invested within. Now we have an explanation that our idea is to understand what is midbar Sinai and what is oil Now, midbar Sinai and oil moyad are the levels of malchus, expression of atzilas. Because midbar Sinai is the elevation of the feminine characteristic of malchus, that it goes from below to above to that level of called mayinukfin, that is, the recipient is reaching out to the, to the benefactor. And oyomoyed is the idea of the resting of the benefactor, the mind, the the masculine characteristic that brings down from za to bring in a, 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 a godliness, a sensitivity in the nukvin, even in the gevura. And this is the idea of davening that we say, avas, oylam, and eternal love, which is called midbar sinah, from avas, Oilam and forward. We draw down the level called oyomoyed, like it will be explained in Mitz Shem. The idea being that we know that at night, there's a level of Biyah, of Malchus of Biyah, that is, again, the expression level. Malchus always being expressed if there's something external, like a king has to have a subject in order to be a king. Like it's described, and you'll recognize it from in the Chayil that terif levesa, sustenance for a household at night. She goes at night, that is, to discover the godliness that is buried within the klipasnega of Biyah, where the 288 divine sparks are scattered. And all of these Sviris, the seven of the character, and Chachma and Bina, come down in Biyah to find the godliness. And it's only the keser that remains above in Atziles and does not manifest itself down. The very essence, just like the king would never let an an ordinary citizen wear his literal crown, so too the crown representing the most passionate essence of Hashem, never makes it down here into the hands of the uh, unwashed masses who might uh, treat it disrespectfully. Like it says, the word of Hashem is forever in the heavens, in the heavens, not down here in the world. What then are the Berurim, that we find, that we discover the divine spark, that is to take the food out of the waste, like you crack the nut, discard the shell, and get the nut, that the spiritual spark that has fallen into the beyond Biyah, and, and has become mixed together with all of this waste. And sometimes there's more shell than nut, which is the characteristic of the good being mixed together with the bad uh, in in an intertwined manner like silver with all of its uh, sediment around it. And therefore, the bureau is to separate out the good from the bad and to discard the unhealthy mixture. And at that point, the Ra becomes separated and falls away from it. And the divine sparks, which are the good that have been discovered, are elevated to the highest level. This is the Mayan that goes back up to Atzillus. And we can understand this with the muscle of the mixture of good and evil and the separation in our own service of Hashem. That from, from the perspective of my animalistic impulses, you have good and evil all mixed together. And even though I do mitzvahs and I don't do Vedas, nevertheless, at some deep level, I still have the capacity for type. And even more so that we could find within the soul how Torah and mitzvahs that are fulfilled are not always pure and absolutely unified with the fulfillment of God's will without any other interest, because they are all mixed together. Some self-interest, some other distraction. And therefore, there's good and evil mixed together even when I'm doing Torah and mitzvahs which is the garment of Torah and mitzvahs that are being fulfilled. And this is certainly true in the essence of my midas. My nefesh bahamas has not been transformed at all. It's just as raging as ever, Um, because I've taken the klipas na'iga, but even when I'm doing mitzvahs, now when I daven, and I daven with real kavanah to the point that my soul becomes filled with excitement, um, uh, for Hashem, that comes from my contemplation on the infinity of Hashem. However, uh, I, uh, I at that point, I am identifying the good and pulling it out of the evil, that then I will find how I am, in fact, distant from Hashem. I'm not pure. I'm not absolutely committed to Hashem, because I understand very well the absolute truth of my own, uh, self-analysis through my contemplation and my depth and the greatness of Hashem, how there's nothing else besides him and how my deeds are uh, expiring and are minimal. That's all outside of me, the level of yesh and dover. I do it for myself, my own self-interest. I know all of my own flaws. Then when I dive and I start to reveal all of the, the bad about me, because I'm doing this self-analysis Heretofore, for, it was hidden together with the good. And I didn't know that there was the bad. And I thought I was pure and straight. But now that I begin this process, I'm starting to expose that bad and separate it from the good. And, of course, I only want to hold on to the good without any mixture with the bad. Just like it is within the purification of the soul of man, that the godly soul purifies the animal soul at the time that it dies. So, too, we understand above the idea of bringing the malchus of Atzilis to purify the klipa in beyond. Now, these 288 divine sparks that fell through the Shvira Sakelev become mixed together in Nege like the mixture together of good and evil in the animal soul within a person, and through dragging down this Malchus of Biyah, that we start to identify and separate out the good from the bad, and the bad becomes separate and discarded, and the 288 divine sparks are elevated above to be subsumed within Atsilas. And therefore, this is specifically through bringing the higher worlds, the levels of Biyah, because in Atzilis there is no evil. And the clip of Atsilis stay, stays even in Briya. Like we find again, I'll try to bring some source material to support this. Now, even in Biyah, Briya we have the levushim of Biyah, and that's where there is the opportunity for evil. And again, evil meaning anything that's not totally bustled to Hashem. You have in Bria, there's a little bit of evil. In Yetzirah, it's half and half. And in asiya, it's overwhelmed. I mean, like this world is mostly not aware of Hashem. That requires great effort. And this is all in the garments of uh, of Hashem. Um uh, 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 and that's why they can come down, that is the the, the, um, the Biyah can come down, and it can be Mavarat. Now we understand that we see that when a person davens and he longs to be close to Hashem, all of a sudden he gets distracting thoughts, if anyone has ever experienced such a thing. Uh, things that would never distract him otherwise. Why? Because it's dafka because he's davening. And at that time, he is separating out the evil from the good, and he's pushing it away. And that's why at that moment, the, uh, the 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 absolute desire to be connected to good and the uh, the, the ra doesn't want to leave, so it starts to clam on and and desperately reach out for the person to distract him and bring him back down here, because that ra has no identity of its own, and if it's separated from the good, it ha- will not be able to to exist. Whereas the rest of the day, the ra is tolerated; it's there because I'm not engaged in pure good. So too above that, when Malthus comes down to clarify and discover the Godness in the two hundred eighty-eight uh, divine sparks, you also have this idea of Klepasnoga, and this is what is explained in other source material that the Alter ever quotes. And therefore, we—it's—it's it's possible that uh, these machshavas these distracting thoughts, only come to him when he's davening. And he starts to tell himself, well, that's evidence that my davening is worthless, because that's its characteristic. It starts to push it away because of its uh, desperation to hold on to some level of the good to keep its sustenance, oisbeis. Now, when the Malchus is raised up from biyah to Wetzelis, regarding which it says, who is this that should come from the Midbar in this fiery smoke? That means that when he comes down into biyah, he is called Midbar with this additional mem, And this is because of the investiture in Biya, that he should be able to uh, sift through the negativity that has suckled off of the Kedusha, since it is invested there literally, which is not the case when the Beis Hamiga stood, then it was Yidaber, as we spoke before, the, the word daber is to speak when it has the prefix of the mem, the openness of the shape of the mem suggests the opportunity for distraction and hijacking. And the contrary to that is yidaber, which is the quality of mamshala of authority over the speech, no opportunity for it to be uh, siphoned off by the Yetzirah, the point being that then it did not come into be at all, but it was constantly in Atzila's. And this is why it says that in the times of Shlomo, the moon was always full. That is, it was an absolute awareness of Hashem, Zohar, and Atzilas were all together. But based on this, we have to understand, if so, how could they discover the godliness in the 288 sparks that fell earlier through the, the overflow of godliness into Briatzi and Asila, Asiya through shvir Sakelim, which are only identified and, and, and um uh, clarified through Malchus. Like we said before, she brings uh, 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 w- w- provisions at night to her household. The point being that because then Malchus did not come at all into Biyah because it stayed up in Nazilus, how then could they identify the gods? The point being, though, that even though then it did not come into Biyah, this lofty level, nevertheless, it the divine sparks were able to be identified because of the singularity and the unity of Zun and him and then, because of the overwhelming light of Atsilas, Mimela, it was misparer, it identified the divine sparks, and they were subsumed within the malchus, like a candle that becomes subsumed within a big bonfire, because of the overwhelming revelation. And then because of that, it automatically uh, subsumed itself into the greater godliness, whereas it's not in the times that are based on Middash, it requires our effort. And this is the source of the difference between Yidaber and Midbar. They are all together in the, uh, uh, when it is uh, unified with the source, and that sealess, it's effortless. That is, that the overwhelming godliness is so great that everything immediately, effortlessly, is annulled any kind of uh, uh, um, opposition. Which is not the case when we are necessary for us to act the midaber, the midbar, with the additional mem, which is open and thus susceptible to hijacking. The explanation being, as we explained, what it says in the Zayah, and the, the Pasik rise up Hashem for those who dwell before you, Kumasham and Chasecha. This is the difference between the Mishkan that was in the midbar and the eternal base, English, which is called the resting place because there are the, the identification of the divine sparks in two levels. One is, like it says, she brings uh, fodder to her to her uh, household, which is the idea of Muhammad teref, also meaning to tear. For example, the king goes out to confront his enemy where he is, and he battles him there until he subdues him. So, too, when we bring Malchus from a higher level into this world, it subdues it. We, we meet it the enemy on the battleground, and he is defeated. And that's why the Mishkan was in the Midbar, a place where there is the opportunity for antagonism to siphon off holiness. And that's where we have to go and confront it in a manner of confrontation. Just like in a war, there are times when we uh, allow a place for our enemy to rise up in a small battle in order to beat him in the greater war, because sometimes uh, that's not going to work. Those two, Malchus comes down, and that's why it is called Midbar, with, again, with that open mem suggesting vulnerability. The opportunity to thus win the greater war, um, like uh, it's t- uh, to 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 uh, discharge the enemy. But all this is a bearer that comes in a manner of confrontation, Muhammad. The second level is one that's not confrontational, and that is like the king is simply the king over the whole land. He's such a great king that all... Immediately subject themselves to it until the point that there's no necessity for confrontation. Simply the king's presence uh, annuls any confrontation or uh, rebellion. So, too, in the Mushal Above, that there is this Birahana in a manner that is not through confrontation, but by drawing down such an intense level of godliness that it effortlessly pushes away the Sitra Akhra, like the candle that is subsumed within the bonfire that the bonfire remains in its place, and all the small candles are automatically subsumed within it. They are pushed away, and there's no necessity for there to be any kind of confrontation. Now, in a similar sense, in the time of the Rebbeis HaMikdash, even though the Malchus did not come down into Biyah to clarify and identify the godliness in a matter of confrontation, nevertheless, or we would say on the contrary, it was that much greater, because it was simple face-to-face that through the revelation of godliness, There didn't need to be any confrontation, any battle. It was effortless in the manner in which the klipa was dispelled. And the Kedusha was then reunited within the greater Kedusha, which is not the case after the Khurban. Now the kings do have to come out to battle. Uh, Now, during the weekdays, during non-obvious godly circumstances, the godliness is more uh, suppressed. And therefore, there can't be this birunitzitzis in the manner of simple revelation, and instead there has to be an investiture and an engagement with the klipa. And this is why it's called, now called the midbar again with that open mem, because it has to be invested within the klipa snogam. But the hidden mem, which suggests a world of total freedom, freedom, where there's no opportunity for the godliness to be siphoned off, that is called the wine that is hidden away from the six weekdays for a celebration later. And this is what it means when it says who will go up from the midbar in this uh, billow of smoke. These are the 288 sparks that should be elevated uh, in a manner that is similar to smoke. This ends this part.